Who was the Minnesota Wilds 2021 Player of the Year? What was their 2021 Game of the Year? We recap 2021 with our year in review today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts so you can listen anytime, anywhere. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we review 2021 with our game of the year, our player of the year, and we gear up for the Winter Classic with some elite nuggets on the St. Louis Blues. Zach Zeman joins us to uh, give us the dirt on the Wilds' opponent for the Winter Classic. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer and captain of Locked On Wild. Happy to be on with you in the uh, week between Christmas and New Year's. All eyes on the Winter Classic. And so uh, we will continue to preview the game a little bit every day leading up to the matchup. But Zach Zeman is here. Zach, attack on this edition of Locked on Wild. And uh, we're going to talk year in review as well. Zach, uh, how are things going? Hope you had a good Christmas. Winter yeah, Classic is almost great. here. Merry Christmas, everyone. We're pretty close to 2022. You know, it's kind of kind of crazy. It's getting cold now, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going to start putting layers on before I head back to Missouri. It's like 60 there. Like, what the heck? But, yeah, it's cold up here. Not used to it. I've been in Missouri too long. But, yeah, you know, it's it's great. 2022 is right around the corner. We had a great Christmas, and, you know, it's, it feels good. We're back. We are back. And uh, as mentioned, we're going to do a little bit of a year in review here uh, today, closing the page on 2021 and flipping to 2022. So we're going to look at two different categories, game of the year and player of the year for the uh, the early portion of the Wilds season, which uh, featured 30 games and uh, the Wild able to get off to a 19-9-2 start. So let's start with game of the year, and then we'll talk player of the year uh, in the middle of the show. Obviously, several candidates for uh, game of the year. I mean, you can go back to the third game of the season, a 6-5 to five win over Winnipeg in which the Wild trailed by two late in that game. They get the, uh, the game tying um, and game winner from Jewel Erickson-Eck. Uh, in that game to complete the hat trick. That's, I think that's the game I was trying to find uh, as to, I knew somebody had that performance. Uh, and so Jewel Erickson Eck with the hat trick in that game uh, to give the wild, the win in which as mentioned, they trailed for pretty much all of it. So uh, that obviously a contender for game of the year. Obviously you also have, you know, the Pittsburgh win in which the wild won five to four in the shootout. Uh, had two goals late to send that one to overtime. Uh, seven to two win over Dallas, also a candidate. Seven to one win over Winnipeg, a candidate as well. And you could say four to two win over the Tampa Bay Lightning 
at home was a uh, contender. The 4-3 shootout win over Toronto, a contender as well. The 4-1 win over Edmonton. Plenty of uh, contenders for win of the year. Uh, Zach, if you had to pick one, uh, which one are you going with? Yeah, I, I like the first one you mentioned, but I I like it. You know, it's like the big welcome fans game, but the mo- the one I think is the game of the year so far is the one where the Wild shut down the Maple Leafs um, after scoring three early and then giving up three but forcing it uh, into the shootout. But, you know, you talk about how hyped up this Toronto team is and you match them up against this high-rolling Wild team and, and, you know, that's exactly what you expected out of this game. You know, like Greenway showed up, Zuccarello, Felino, uh early on, and then Spezza came back with a couple. Matthews obviously gets one, and then you force it into you know a shootout. And I just I from I think like the ten minute mark in the third period towards the end of the game, I did not sit down. Like this is one of the games where it's like, holy crap, the win streak is still intact. If this team wins, this could be something special. And you know, it's kind of like, why would you doubt them? Of course they're gonna win. It's home. You know, it's like. The Wild finally showed up and forced it and won it, and it's just an electric night in St. Paul. That's mine. I think shutting down Toronto says a lot. So I, I think, I think that's far and away the uh, the winner for game of the year. Now, one of my favorites was the win against Edmonton, but you look at going into that game, Edmonton had lost, I think, three in a row somewhere in there, so they were obviously scuffling coming into the game. Toronto had won 15 out of 17. So they were playing at like peak level coming into that game. And the Wild, as you alluded to, shut them down to start that game off. It was 3 nothing. I was, uh, you know, I was tweeting out that they were going to get run out of the building. And then obviously Toronto made the comeback uh, to tie it up at 3-3. But the shootout, Cam Talbot did his job. And, you know, one of the I think highlight images of the year is the uh, the fist bump by Talbot after he uh, gets the final save to win the game in the shootout, and you know, I replicated that in my living room while nearly tearing my rotator cuff. Um, just just an unbelievable game, an unbelievable atmosphere. Like you could hear the electricity through the TV. Various members of uh, Wild Media shout out Jesse Pierce, friend of the show saying that it was an atmosphere that they hadn't seen at the XL Energy Center in quite some time for a regular season game. And so, you know, it's it's rare for a game of that stature to live up to the hype, but uh, that one definitely did. And, you know, yeah. it's, as nice as it is to, uh, to just wallop uh, Winnipeg and Dallas um, – it's it's the Toronto game hands down as uh, think, as game of the year. Yeah, in the context heading into that game, I know you you mentioned it earlier. Toronto was on fire. The Wild were also on fire. It's just clash of the titans, and that that's a game that we'll remember for the rest of the year. Honestly, it's it's yeah to see the X bump in that early in the season, and you know to see this team thriving is something that's really special and hasn't happened recently. Yeah, just put put the picture of. That I think there was a timeout like shortly after the Wild scored to make it three nothing, in which the X just came unglued, and you look at the Toronto players and they're just like, yeah, like, yeah, they're like, boy, this is uh, this is getting out of hand in a hurry, and yeah. like, 
That's, I think, when we knew that this Wild team had a little something. I think that might have even prompted my, uh, this team has the sauce, and the sauce is delicious quote. Yeah, you said that on the episode we did after Edmonton. Yeah, I mean, and, and they beat Edmonton the yeah. couple nights after. It's like, yeah, this team's special. You know, that, that was the epitome of the early season games. And, you know, it's just oh, great memories, but so much more left. Yeah, like we've so games left. We've got the uh, – we still got to go on the 15-game winning streak started by the yeah. Winter Classic. So yeah. <laughs> keep that in mind. But, uh, but yeah, the 2021 game of the year is far and away the Toronto Maple Leafs shootout win. So uh, congratulations to the Wild for winning that game um, and getting the commemorative Lockdown Wilds seal of approval i guess the slogan yeah i didn't really think this out uh in terms of awards to give but who cares so that's uh that's the game of the year we'll talk about the player of the year for the minnesota wilds next more with zach zeman coming up here on locked on wilds betonline.ag has you covered all bowl season long with more props odds and lines than ever before as the NFL also continues its march to the playoffs. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all of your favorite sports action this season. So head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. The NBA, college basketball, the NFL, bowl season, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available into 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. All at BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wilds. And again, thank you for making Locked on Wilds your first listen every day. Zach Attack is here for a Tuesday edition of the show. Year in review, in which we now move to the player of the year. Several candidates worthy of this spot on the roster. Obviously, we got to start with Kirill Kaprizov, who... Do you remember back to the start of the year when everybody was like, he's not scoring goals? He hasn't yeah, scored any goals. Um, 12 goals, 24 assists, 36 points in 30 games. And uh, he's on pace, just, just to remind you, he's on pace for 98 points in 82 games, including 33 goals, 66 assists. So Kirill Kaprizov, obviously a contender for player of the year for the Minnesota Wild. But uh, there are a couple of others as well. Ryan Hartman, leading the team in goals with 14. He's on pace for 30-plus this season. So he obviously has to be part of that uh, contender's list as well. You've got the likes of Marcus Foligno, who has 13 goals himself and uh, is on pace for a 30-goal season as well. You could throw Jewel Erickson Eck into the mix with 11 goals, obviously now going on to miss uh, several games. We're not sure exactly the timetable for him, but uh, was playing, you know, on pace himself for 30 goals. So another contender for player of the year 
uh, for the Wilds. Also have to throw in Cam Talbot. 15-7-1 in 23 games so far this year. 2.83 goals against average and uh, a 9-14 save percentage. Don't let those numbers fool you because this this is what happens, in, in especially in the world of goaltending. Obviously, he's got a couple of games in which he's given up six six goals. Um, the Dallas one most recently really puffed up that goals against average. He's had some great games this year. The Edmonton game in particular. Uh, the Toronto game was great as well, despite giving up the three goals. And, you know, played really well against the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning both games, despite... You know, giving up the uh, the five goals to Florida and the four goals to Tampa Bay, and then the one goal in the shootout. Um, he's played really well as well. So obviously, those guys uh, for sure are in the mix. Did I miss anybody that should also be thrown in? Uh, Kevin Fiala. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think <laughs> no. I think that on adding on to the Talbot number deal. Um, you know. You got a goalie who's, you know, consistent enough, but you also have forwards who can put the puck in the net and who can – the team's in first place right now in the central. I mean, that's – I don't even think the numbers matter, you know. If you have a consistent goalie who's keeping your team in first place like that and, and keeping your team at the top of your division, that's all you can ask for. I don't think that – you know, you see a lot of these goalies with great numbers and their teams aren't the best. You know, it's it's all about having a team that can consistently score goals and – and rely on their goalie, you know, to give up a couple. You know, it's it's not like he's held to such a high standard where, you know, one game now is going to decide every game like he used to. It's This team is scoring goals, and it's working, and they can rely on Talbot to let in a couple, and it's going to be fine, you know. I'll, I'll give you just, just for statistical sake, numbers last year, I did not realize how close – uh, things we're getting to uh, to last year's numbers already. So Talbot in 2020-2021, uh, the whole season started 33 games. He went 19-8-5 with a 2.63 goals against average and a 9-15 save percentage. Remember how how much we raved about how good Talbot was all season last year? Yeah. His numbers are basically in line with yeah. what he did last year, except the goals against average is slightly higher. Yeah, I, it, the fact that you can consistently have a last year with the same team, you know, constantly, like you, you can you can carry your your uh, points over from last year in a consistent way. Uh, it's not like he's, uh, you know, it's not like he's much better than he was. It's not like he's much worse than he was. He's exactly what he was the year before, and I think that's a that's what your team can ask for. It's just yep. a consistent goal who they can rely on, and that's his exhibit A. Yeah. Um yeah. I think I think my votes for player of the year for 2021 Ryan Hartman. Mm-hmm. I'm I, on it with you. I think that's the route I'm going because he's always been a you know complimentary player and a really good one and said in the off season I'm going to shoot more and is leading the team in goals and I don't see that I don't see that stopping. Like, I don't see him, you know, finishing with five goals in 2022 and finishing the year with 20. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think he's got 15 more in him the rest of the way because it's just 
it's just a matter of being more aggressive. And that's not something that like, that's not something that just goes away. Like that sticks yeah. with you. The thing that catches my eye here is that, you know, of course we're expecting Kaprizov to score a ton and, and get a lot of assists and all that. Cause he's just our best player. Um, but you know, coming into this year, the the no the notion was okay. We can rely on Fiala. We can rely on Eric Snek to score us goals. But when Eric Snek is hurt and Fiala is not having the greatest year uh, imaginable, you can you and Hartman just steps up. I mean, if you get a guy who can say, you know, he's kind of just a convenience player for us a couple of years ago, and and now he's stepping up, he's scoring goals. He's for sure the player of the year so far. I mean, you talk about being nothing not nothing but not something huge like not a big name in this team and yeah. now he's the leading scorer of this team in this year so far that says something huge in a in a role he's playing for this team is that you know obviously they trust one another to step up but you know you know someone's got to take advantage or, or you know hop on a point streak or something but Hartman is there now Hartman is scoring Hartman is working and man, it, it's just so crazy. You wouldn't have think, you wouldn't have thought coming into this year that, oh my gosh, Ryan Hartman, I can't, I can't wait for him. You know, I can't wait for him to score a lot of goals. It's mm. not like that was all Fiala, that was all Capriza, that was all Eck. That was just the the top guys, Felino. Uh, you you don't really talk about Hartman, uh, you know, in the preseason coming in, and now he's the leading scorer on his team. So it's it's really satisfying to see these numbers when, when players get hurt and, you know, players aren't having the best year and, and someone who can step up and Hartman has been there. And it is so just amazing to see it. It's, it's, yeah, he's definitely been having the year of his life. You know, like seriously, it's, it's great for him. He's, he's showing it up. He, he went from a third line wing to yeah. a top line center in one off season. <laughs> Boom. Who does that? Yeah. Stepping up, stepping up to the challenge, believing Un- in yourself. I, unbelievable. I can do this. Yeah, let's lead this team and let's do it. And look at him now; he's the leading scorer. Congratulations, Ryan Hartman. Again, yeah. I don't, I don't have a prepared award, but yeah, Lockdown <laughs> Wilds. Improved. Yeah, Lockdown Wilds 2021 Player of the Year. So yeah, bingo. That's uh, the, the, those are some of the highlights from the 2021 season. Uh, we're going to finish the show today by diving into the Winter Classic yet again, because it uh, turns out Zach has some diamonds, some gems for this matchup that could sway the outcome for the Minnesota Wild. We will finish today's episode of Lockdown Wild talking just that after this. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. And again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day, helping shatter records every single week, every single month, and uh, hoping for a huge listener turnout for 2022. Zach, uh, let's finish by talking about the Winter Classic because turns out you did some digging on this matchup and found out that Jordan Bennington may not be the secret weapon for the Blues in this matchup. Turns out they have an even better goalie. Do tell. All right, so... Charlie Lindgren. This guy has, I believe he was a third string starting the year. Uh, I might I might be wrong on that. Um, but, it, you know, well, let's just call him a, a backup. So, Charlie Lindgren has started five games for the Blues this year. He's won all five, um, along with a goals against average of 1.22. Uh, 
which is incredible. So he leads the league in goals against average right now. Um, another side note, he's from Lakeville, Minnesota. He went to Lakeville North. I believe it was St. Cloud State. Yeah, I, I, I mean. Sure did. If you, which is interesting about this, because the Blues still have a game to play. They have to host the Oilers before the Winter Classic. I'm, I'm sure they're probably going to give it to Bennington just because it's reliable. But if Bennington does not have a good game against the Oilers and he doesn't show up to what the Blues are hoping of him that night, can you start to see Baruby, you know, going, hey, Lindgren, you might get the nod here because it's in your home state. I know you're going to be fired up. you got something to prove in front of your family who's probably all going to be there. You know, let's go show them. I bet, I bet you that is a serious conversation that's going to happen before this game starts. Ooh. Yeah, that it's a lot a to unpack, but I think, I think he's got a shot. And I would not count him out here because five starts, five wins. If if there's one game in the year you want to win other than the playoffs, it's the Winter Classic because you're on primetime TNT. I mean, in your home state, I mean, come on. Yeah, um, <laughs> listen, listen to this. So here are the teams that he beats. He came in in relief against the Florida Panthers and beat them in overtime. He beat Detroit 6-2. to two. Montreal four to one, Dallas four to one, and then Dallas four to one. So he beat Dallas back to back starts, and well, just uh, lost to Dallas. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just little stuff like that where you go, you know, where you know I might need to I might need you in this game a little bit here if you can beat the teams the Wild are losing to. Yeah, and Bennington has been. Um, Bennington's been in the protocol. His last start was the 19th against Winnipeg, which he gave up four goals and lost. He, uh, in fact, in his uh, last five starts, he's two and three. Yeah, who knows how fresh he's going to be? I know they're all in postponements right now, but once you battle, you know, we don't know how severe his COVID was. But if you're just, you know, off the ice for a bit, and you can t- definitely get – tossed up a little bit and if you're in protocol it's gonna affect you I, there's just little things that that make me think that this guy might get the nod here Lindgren and I think it would be just magic I, I think he um you know he's got it I, I think so I would totally rely on him if I was a head coach here it, it, just the stories behind it if if they can do digging like I did for 10 minutes I, <laughs> you know I think they can seriously consider him well and if you I mean if you got a hot hand at the goal goalie spot, you ride it. And so maybe you give maybe you give Bennington an opportunity against Edmonton. If he is not good, then yeah, I say you go yeah. Lindgren hundred percent. The guy that gives you the best opportunity to win the game. And I just think it's if you're if you're a kid who's who's grown up in Minnesota and played high school hockey here in the state and you walk out on a target field because I bet you he's been to some Twins games, and I bet you he knows what it's like attending Target Field. Nevertheless, for the Winter Classic, I bet you he'll be fired up and he'll be ready because I know you know, he's going to be ready. He's going to be dialed in. Like This is his game, and he, this is the game he's probably most looking forward to. I, I can't imagine them sitting him and, and just watching the game from the bench like that. I just can't imagine it. Um, if the Wild get the Winter Classic again in a couple of years, uh, it's likely that they'll be starting Jesper Walstead because yeah. just to slide that in, uh, he had a pretty darn good start uh, in the World Juniors. We'll talk more about that with Spoked Z later in the week. But uh, 
Yeah, he dude, he was he's been rock solid. I don't think Sweden had too many shots that game. I think uh, Slovakia was all over him there, and Wallstedt was rock solid. So that is very, you know, it's it's always great to see when your young prospects, you know, showing up. Clamps, but, hey, put the clamps on. Going back to the Winter Classic here, I I did, you know, I'm I'll be in attendance, so I'm looking forward to the forecast here. Yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's apparently a puck drop. <laughs> It's it's gonna be negative four, but the wind chill is gonna or it's just gonna feel like negative eighteen degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, Ooh, I can't wait. You know, and I was like thinking, you know, what's the coldest game that's ever been played outdoors in Minnesota? Because this this could be really interesting. And the and the thing I saw here, um, I believe it was the twenty sixteen Vikings versus Seahawks uh, Blair Walsh playoff game. Oh gosh! It, it, just remembering the wide left, um, you know, it, the it was negative six there. The wind chill made it negative twenty five degrees Fahrenheit. I think, with my knowledge, just of researching ten minutes of all this stuff of, and weather and becoming a meteorologist for like ten seconds, I think this might be the second coldest outdoor Minnesota game, sports game. Jeez. So. Yeah, it, yeah. Buckle up, Wild fans. Dress nice. I'm, I'm gonna be dressed ugly. Like I don't even think I'm. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. I'll be wearing probably five layers and gaiters and. Yeah, you gotta dress warm. I'm gonna buy probably thirty hand warmers. No, I'm kidding, but you know <laughs> what I mean. Like it's, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be cold. I think it might snow a little bit. Um, oh, just to add on, I think the coldest NHL game ever was like 2003 Heritage Classic, back when like Gretzky or not Gretzky. <laughs> You know, or uh, it was just up in Edmonton, negative uh, 22 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So this is not going to be a, a nice, enjoyable game to watch in person. But, you know, it's all for the experience and I'll be there. In true Minnesota fashion, you're going to be able to tell the Minnesota fans because they are all going to be wearing ice fishing gear. Yeah. You're going to no, have people. All my dad's ice fishing gear. Yeah. I will be dressed up like the Michelin man. I don't like <laughs> my my arms like the Christmas story. My my arms just gonna be out. Like I don't think I'm gonna be able to put my arms down. It's gonna be cold. I'm probably never gonna go on my phone. Like seriously, these are, it's gonna be miserable. Yeah, but it's, it's be so fun. Survival is key because we yeah. need to make sure that people are in attendance mm-hmm. to watch the Wild beat the Blues four to one on the Winter Classic. Yes, Absolutely. my official call. Is the Wild win four to one on New Year's Day? Yeah, I'll say, I'll say like, like five three. Ooh, I no. I like that. I like that score. Yeah, I like that score too. I feel like that's just a confident. You know, we're not going to overtime type B. Let's get an empty netter here, yeah. <laughs> or you know, like let's let's do something. Win um, one, win one for Talbot and his pads. Did you see his Winter yeah. Classic? Pads? Oh my gosh! <sighs> Even Kakinen's pads are unbelievable. Like this is gonna be the drippiest hockey team. I mean, these might not be the fan favorite, but you know, it's, hey, this what it is. It's got I like them. I, yeah. I I like I like the jerseys. If anything, they're a little busy, but I yeah. <laughs> I think the Winter Classic jerseys are just fine. Yeah, it's 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 got a lot of history. I like how it says Minneapolis and St. Paul, and then they're playing in a twin stadium where mm-hmm. like Minnie and Paul are twins. I think that's just classic. Um, it's definitely more meaningful than a Blues. I think the Blues got their old logo on it, which is like pretty cool. But you know, yeah, 
Um, their jerseys are nice. I like this jersey mashup. I think it's going to be pretty cool. It's going yeah. to be a sweet game. This is the most deserving fan base of a Winter Classic. I mean, come on. Like, it's finally here. It, it, the fans got to pop out. You, the, They got to show up here. Like, this is going to be they an will. intense game. It's not going to mean – I mean, it's going to mean a lot. I mean, the Blues are right behind us. Um, but then again, it's just one game. If if all crap hits the fan, it's not a big deal, but it'll it, be a great experience. Yeah, it still would be nice to trounce them after what they did to us last yeah, year. Yeah, no, seriously, I, I'm all for it. I go to college in Missouri. Who do you think is texting me every day saying, bro, you're going to lose, you're going to lose? Every single person I know down there. So they're ready. None of them are coming up here. None of them want to come up here and oh. watch it. It's too cold. That's literally all they're saying. Um, Unbelievable attitude. <laughs> yeah, but we got to – yeah, fro- it's going to be frozen. It's going to be cold, cold to say the least. Just um, just like um, this just in, it was a 48-save shutout for Jesper Wallstead against Slovakia. Yeah. Oh, we're going to need new goaltending soon. We're going to need it soon. and Give and him a year. Season, yeah, pretty close. And we're going to need to rely on – oh, that, that pick is just unbelievable. Wallstead is such a beauty. He's been – he was stellar. I watched the game for a solid period today, um, you know, before we just hopped on here. And it's just like – it's just so nice to see a confident goalie in that net. He's tall. I noticed that he's he's pretty tall. Maybe it's just me and maybe it's the camera angle. But, yeah, he's a beauty. <laughs> I'm a fan of Jesper Wallstadt. You might see me in a Sweden jersey pretty soon here. I would support it. Well, yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. Uh, Locked on Wild pulling for Charlie Lindgren to get the start in the. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, do we want him to start? Because then we'd probably have a better chance of losing. If but, I had my uh, if I had my pick, I would probably go with uh, Ville Huso. Although he <laughs> beat the Wild the last time we played him. So yeah. I don't know. I would. I think it would be a fun story to have Lindgren start. So I think that'd be great. I'll go with that. That's a cool nugget of information I found. I think that'd be that'd be pretty good for the kid. Elite Diamond, uh, and that's going to wrap up today's episode of Locked On Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure with bowl season in full swing that you check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked On Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked On Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms, just like Locked On Wild. You can listen anytime anywhere on your favorite podcast platforms. Check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, keeping you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild as much as we possibly can because if a puck drops in the state of hockey, Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as parts of the Locked On Podcast Network.